heels, pops, and chair shots. Wrestling's entertainment champions. No longer under the radar, because guess what? Everything is bigger in Texas. Even when you hailing from Planet Vegeta. Talk to him a minute, my guy, Mysterious Q. Woo! How you doing, my guy? What's up, man? What is good, man? Appreciate your time. How you th thank you for being with us tonight, man. Yo, you do a lot, a lot, and we we blessed to have you tonight, man. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming out. We appreciate you. And you've got quite the career. You are quite the wrestler. You are quite the hot topic in the wrestling scene right now, in the Ooh. indie scene, not only just in Texas, but in all of indie wrestling. So I got to ask, man, Row wrestling, right? That's your come up. How was it like being trained by Booker T? Um, for me, it was, uh, I don't know. You had like some surreal moments, man. Cause like you'll sit there and you'll, you'll hear him talking and he has like a very distinctive voice, but like you kind of get lost in it sometimes. And you can see it when he talks to some people cause it's just like, Oh shit, this Booker T. And, uh, Does he speak? With, with Is there me, a horror like, behind him? Like, yeah, it's just like, <laughs> bro, like this Booker T, like it just don't hit. Um, with me, like he never really had like anything direct towards me, um, like early on. Like I would just hear him like getting into somebody or like saying something in passing, and I would just pick up on it. But um, it's definitely like an advantage because his mind is so like unique and advanced in the art of wrestling. So like you could do a show for another promoter and he'll just be like, oh man, that was good, that was good. And like, you just hear that and you're on your way. And with Booker, it's just like, how was that? And he's just like, nah, he has a list or like <sighs> little nitpicking things that he just gets in you. And you think you had a badass match and he just gets in you with all these um, these little things that could have made the match bigger. But in hindsight, those are things that make you better and make you stick out. Yeah, but you're like, damn, son, like, can make me feel good. Yeah, he's yeah, just like, that was <laughs> dope, huh? And he just coming and tearing your ass and just like, and so, it's in front of everybody. So, like, people yeah, may yeah, think yeah. it was a good match, but after he gets in you, they just look like, okay, I guess that wasn't good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> You gotta reset your star. <laughs> yeah. Your star setting. We gotta watch um, that one back. <laughs> so he's so he's kind of a hard ass, a little bit, huh? Um, yeah, to a degree. Like he's just super passionate about it. Like he's a big kid to certain degrees, mm -hmm. but um, when it comes to like wrestling and like something he cares about on his show, yeah, he'll uh, definitely let you know. Hey, bro, you, you messed up. So that's, that's big. Yeah, that's huge, right? Having, yeah, that's, that's... having somebody with that kind of voice, that kind of experience. So you said yeah. he didn't really, you know, uh, influence you too much. So who who were those guys that influenced you directly? That um, you feel like you worked more with? You mean like, um, like in a locker room or like as far as like the aspect of wrestling, like having an impact? Yeah, in the locker room, like who who's your mentor? Like who would you say is your mentor? Your wrestle dad? Uh, I mean, man. Well, I mean, that would be hard. Like I had like wrestling. I would call them wrestling brothers, man. Cause uh, no doubt. Cause Ryan Davidson, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Rufus Ryan Davidson is a guy down here. And um, since day one for me, actually, he's been just like that that older voice or figure out if I needed to ever like uh, like run something by somebody or if I thought like I was tripping or being like a bitch or something. I, I run it by him and uh, he'll let, he'll he would let me know like straight up if I was or if I'm not. Um, and as I got older, like my circle kind of like grew a little bit uh, bigger with that. So like I have like wrestling brothers and sisters. So I have uh, Brian Davidson, um, Gino Medina, uh, Hyon, and uh, Kiefer Bartek. So those are like my circle and uh, I kind of like go to to be like because um, I feel it's weird I kind of feel like in the business like even though like I'm, I have more years than them you can still learn something from somebody two or three years into the business so I always like to keep an open concept and mindset around other people because the business kind of evolves and to me I'll look at somebody like man you hot you got it going right now and I'll look at myself and be like man this is still like show me the key like what what you see that I don't see so like those are those are like my core group of uh brothers and sisters who I uh kind of go to and, for advice and of course you're your biggest critic you're gonna you're gonna want oh, yeah. the best of yourself you know firsthand and you're gonna take yourself to the to the highest um you you yourself um you've done a lot you've had over a 500 day title reign in New Texas Pro that's yeah. Six forty four. Look yeah. at that. Six forty four. Wow. Six forty four. Wow. How, that that was that was an amazing run. Talk to me about that, man. How was it, how did that feel carrying the company for so long and being the guy for so long? Um it's kinda what I set out. I had a personal mission from the start to kinda like put New Texas like on my back because it was it was a fairly new company by the time um I came around. And to be honest, like, I didn't know or I didn't pay attention to, like, what was happening as it was going on until, like, it became a big deal in 2020. Um, Because I was just out there just trying to have, like, good matches and trying to draw attention to the product. And uh, we hit 2020 where we started to uh, draw attention to it. And... That concept behind it, the promoter was like, man, I think people get behind numbers. So we just kind of say like, hey, uh, we're going to start count, counting the days that you've been like a champ. So that drew more allure to the company and me as a whole. So it's kind of like we're helping each other out. And um, going with that, you kind of just talk shit on the... Uh, on, on social media about like hey who wanna come try to end it and I had like a lot of people like really uh come in like uh trying to like <laughs> throw their kids out there in a, uh, in a hat to come and wrestle me in uh New Texas hey, so it was pretty that's cool that's good that's yeah man I, I you were making that. noise Hell yeah. Well, you could you could yeah. you could tell you were making noise because this year that list came out of the PWI top 500 and you were ranked 205 yeah. on that list. How does that feel? How, what, what went through your mind when you found out that you were ranked at 205? Um, it's weird. Uh, I was, first I was like, damn, because I was 499 the year prior, and it's a jump, man. 
Yeah, and that was like the pan. The pandemic happened after the first uh, year I got in, so I was like, man, I'm probably not going to be ranked the next year. And I sort of saw names of like people that I was cool with. So I saw like uh, Brian Keith was ranked in there high. Uh, I saw Gina Medina in there. And I saw my number, and I was like, 205, like, oh, shit, like, is this a screw-up, or <laughs> what? <laughs> I saw that, and, it, like, immediately in my head, I was like, price went up. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all yeah. 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 That's cool, cool, man. That's cool. That's what's up, man. Yes. That's beautiful. That's beautiful, bro. And you, you, you talked about the pandemic and all that, and that's a big effect on everybody, man. Talk to me about 21, though, man. Um, what are some aspirations for 20, the, for closing out the year, and then maybe some for 22 um, coming into the next, the new year? Um, closing out, man, I, I'm really trying to get my footing back. I, I kind of feel, um, I got injured. It was maybe, like, in the, in the summertime. So I've been, like, still wrestling on a on a uh, high ankle sprain. Oh, but, shit, that's uh, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. So when it's weird because I have to kind of adapt my style. I didn't want to quit because things just been going so good. So I kind of had to my style like turn down a little bit. But in in doing that, I feel like I kind of been falling off. So I'm just trying to gather like my footing towards the end of the year and uh, have a few bangers so I can get back up there and like the uh, the social media talk about everything that's going on. Um. Yeah, that can't, be, that can't be easy for you, with, you know, with your luchador type style, right? Your group yeah. weight yeah, style and a high ankle sprain. That must suck. It kills it, yeah, because all of a sudden, like, I mean, some people may think it's boring or working more big manish, and like it's it's not my style, sort of. To, so like they they I don't know. I just feel like I'm not getting like that uh, that grasp that I had like in the early part of the year so mm. if I could just like uh, get myself together man gotcha uh, by the end of this year and have some bangers I'll be alright and then what's, and, what's uh, 2022 look like for you what do you want it to look like well before Ring of Honor went uh, did what they did I was thinking like man I could I could be signed by uh, by the summer of 2022 um, I, I, probably, I probably still can. That's my. That's that's what I'm just putting out there in the, in the atmosphere of the universe. That, Definitely. Fuck yeah, you can. Have you seen yeah. your matches? God damn it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do, and I critique the hell out of them. <laughs> 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 that's right. You you only see the bad shit. You gotta see yeah. the good shit, man. Yo, you, 205 for a reason, right? 205. Yeah, baby. that's true. That's true. From 400. Yeah, Oof. That's a big jump, big, big jump. So, big, big so I see, like, ROH was somewhere you were looking to go. Is there anywhere else that you're kind of hoping, wishing, maybe trying to find a way yeah. into? ROH, it'll be ROH or Impact, man, to be honest. Those seem like the best bets for me because I feel like I would have to go there and raise my stock and show them what I have, like, on, on that level. Mm-hmm. So yeah. to where, like, maybe AEW or, like, some, somewhere overseas would, would see and try to pick me up. Like, I don't, um, it, it's probably shortchanging myself, but I just don't see WWE being like, uh, um, like an option for me unless some things change up there, but they're not, they're not looking, um, at somebody like me, which I've had to end and like the, what you would say, like, 
I know some people who knew people up there who kind of let us know the direction that they were going before it, okay. it got out. So I was just like, well, I mean, yeah, I'm going to shift my direction towards what, what I've been uh, saying I was going to do by, at the start of uh, the year, which is just have the uh, focus on indie wrestling because you can learn a lot at these independent shows, man. And that's oh, what sure. that's for me where I got the most growth is traveling and seeing other workers on the independence. Because I mean there's some people who get signed in and this is not shit talking, but I feel Talk like, I feel Talk. like bro if if like if you're up there in WWE and like you kinda left or you got like released or whatever, you should be like killing shit on the Indies, bro. You had all the the tools you you were there with all like the top people to, like to learn learn from so like you should come straight from there like hey I'm about to take all y'all spots bro I mean, yeah and, yeah I, I don't know like the competitive in me competitor in me when these guys get released I'm like I automatically think oh man like, they coming from the spot this ain't about to happen like <laughs> nah, I'm gonna step my shit up so <laughs> you need more know, people thinking thing. like that though. Exactly. You yeah. Need that mentality, that that that's sacred. That's that's a that's a dying breed right there. Yeah. Not, I mean, they, it's not similar. You get labeled. You get you get like a label for thinking that way. But like, I'll, I'll say it here because that's sort of my mindset, man. Like, I mean, we all have to work together, and that's good. But at the same time, bro, like, gotta, I'm trying to make it, bro. Like, yeah. you know, what you just said just reminded me of Kendrick Lamar on Control. Right. <laughs> just saying, like, pretty much. Yeah. It's the same shit, right? Like, look, we all cool, we all brothers, but when it comes down to it, I'm cutting all your heads off. Yeah, I'm trying to cut you, bro. That's what, and that's what it comes down to. The pandemic wasn't a big, a bust, anyways, though. You picked up cooking along the way. Talk I to did. me about some of that cooking. Well, you've been cooking lately, man. Man, bro, I've been cooking a whole lot lately. I learned how to cook wings, bro. Like, ah. not the rubber ones. Oh, nice. Now you're speaking my language. So, so she, I'm, <laughs> uh, what else I've been cooking? Still a whole lot of pasta. Okay, uh, okay. My nice. mom. What kind of pasta? Yeah, huh? What kind of pasta is it? Uh, it depends, bro. There's like Rasta pasta. There's some Cajun pasta. Bro. Ah. Ooh. Vegetarian pasta now. Like I'm, I've been like all over, bro. Like just well wow, bro that's what's up man i'm glad man eating healthy is a big plus and a big big uh part of uh of your health man you gotta be on top of that man yeah. it is especially these days bro i gotta ask all right you said you make wings so yeah. you doing you doing the air fryer joint or you doing like oh nah bro see man i feel like it'll be a dis uh disgrace to my grandmother if i had an air fryer bro <laughs> <laughs> That's like, traditional. He's traditional, damn it. He's been breathing for this. Is in the oil, dog. You can't skip that part. <laughs> nah, I don't. I mean, I got the little, uh, what they call us, the, the old people, uh, the black pants. The cast iron? So, the cast iron, yeah. You <laughs> fry them in the cast iron, you good. You say that grease to the side. <laughs> you keep okay. it on the... Keep it on the stove like forever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in a, in a little jar, yeah. <laughs> that's how, that's how you do it. That's that bone in seasoning and flavor. No, uh, no, bone in, bro. Bone in, right? I'm talking about nuggets over here. 
Eat no chicken nuggets. <laughs> this ain't tenders. Yeah. It's wings, bro. Chicken yeah. tendies. Yeah, it's wings, bro. That's what a flavor at. All the flavor with the bone. Exactly. No doubt, no doubt, man. We have a spot around by us locally um, that actually has 99 flavors of wings. If you're ever on the Damn, East 99. Coast, bro, you, first round's on the bad guys for sure, man. We're going to take you out there. One including peanut butter jelly wing. Bro. bro. Oh, I mean, there was a Nutella. My bad. It was Nutella, right? Put in Nutella. Put in butter Nutella. Yo, we yeah, had the same Nutella, reaction, geez. bro. We had the same reaction. That's that shit changed our lives, dog. Changed Girl, our lives. I don't know, man. I'm not a fan of like the sweet, the sweet stuff on uh, like the sweet stuff on savory food, man. Yo, That's... I agree, cause I can't have my maduros with my rice and beans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the sweet plantains. Yo, yeah, I can't have them with my, with my rice and beans, man. Really? No, I can't. That's... It's too much yeah, sweet. sweet. Sweet plantains yeah. are sweet. Yeah, they get mad sweet. But I don't know. I, so you don't put... What kind of sauce do you put in your wings? Do you not, like, put sweet or honey barbecue or some shit like that? Like, I roll, I roll with, like, a honey barbecue sometimes. I mainly do, like, the uh, the original, the regular Frank's hot or garlic parmesan. Yeah. Uh, oh, so you like sorry, sorry. Yeah. I just recently saw this coke and henny glaze for wings so i'm gonna oh, to try that man coke and henny, yeah. wow so i was like i'm gonna have to see how this uh so I have my drink henny. and my wings all at one shot awesome i love it i love yeah, the no, idea <laughs> it's a two for one special yeah. you're eating wings and you get lit <laughs> mysterious man you've done a lot and you've picked up a lot of gold over at reality my guy um, talk to me a minute about yes. the, all the responsibility because a lot of people don't really realize that it's not just winning gold is not just winning gold to talk shit and to you know rep. It, it brings responsibility. Did any specific title bring more weight than others, or did maybe a, a specific run feel a little harder than than another? Um, I would say I knew the the first time I won the uh, the heavyweight championship at uh, reality of wrestling i kind of knew that they would give me the ball but at that time man i knew that like i was good like i knew that like i, I was the top that they had I, I i never showed it like publicly or like to any of my friends but i knew in my head like nobody was touching me at, the, at that time and i and, and it's crazy because i felt that way but i still felt like i wasn't that good so like really? I knew that like I was like the top top guy, but I was still like man, I didn't feel like I was that good. Damn, so, so your friends are trash. Talk your yeah, shit. Yeah, bro. But I will say when I won the Texas title the first time with okay. them. No, it was the second time. I kind of felt like it was more of a. A re redemption arc for me like because i kind of fell off at that point but in my head i was just like i knew that i was trying to get back to a come up to where like hey i'm trying to get like my skill together my, sk my shit together and then go do the indies um so when i when i won the texas title in my head it was the proven point to go out there and like gain all my confidence back like i didn't care about um 
it's, it's bad to say, but I didn't care about kind of like thinking about the other guy as much as, in, the, in that aspect, which I suppose wrestling is all us, but I just knew going out there, it was about me getting my confidence back. So like that that second uh, Texas title run at Reality Wrestling held the most to me because that kind of opened the door for me now as far as uh, traveling and getting other indie bookings outside of Reality of Wrestling. Nice, nice. Um, speaking of other bookings and outside and outside of, of that, um, where specifically would you, if any? Uh, you feel um, you would like to wrestle going forward. Um, is there any spot that maybe feels a little bit more homier than others, or maybe just a spot that you want to just go out and reach? Um, I always had a lifelong goal. Uh, well, since I found out about like independent wrestling, uh, to wrestle for PWG. Nice. So that's gonna be like okay. a goal to like. Nice. At some point in my life, like I got to, like I can wrestle there, and retire and not like get signed and I'll be fine. As long as I had like one or maybe two matches for PWG. Um, Anybody specific or just a match or two? <laughs> yeah, I'll say probably give Bandito and PWG. Oh. oh, okay. Maybe like Alex Zane. Oh, oh the sauce. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll be I'll be set with those two matches, bro. Take my money, yo, PW. Yeah, right? Take my money. Book it, facts, man. Yeah, facts. book Big it. Facts. Don't be pussies out there. You gotta book that. <laughs> I'm here for it. Take my money, man. Um, you we we. We know very well about the uh, Texas banger uh, in, um, you had with uh, Keith, Brian Keith. We sponsored that one specifically. We know you can show out. Um, in this business, it's very critical to stay healthy, right? And it's very important that you take the precautionary steps or as, I mean, there's no really precautionary steps you can take in the ring at the time, but things happen and they're unexpected. And when these things happen, is there any um, anything you do, or is there any specific way that it makes you feel inside the ring, like when things like this occur to you? Maybe an injury, maybe like a, a bad timing or something like that. Um, it's weird. Like if there's like a, a you mean like a botch or something? Or yeah, like a botch, yeah. maybe like a botch or something okay, like that. Yeah. I don't want to go out and say botch, but um, yeah. Yeah, those happen most, too. most times, it, yeah, if there's a botch, I'm like, uh, I'm just sort of thinking, like, how can I recover real fast? Like, I don't freak out anymore. I just think, like, all right, cool, how I recover, how I recover. Um, injuries, that's different, man. Like, I started thinking about all the future bookings that I had oh, set up. Because I'm thinking, like, man, can I make those? Can I make those? Nah, and then next I'm thinking, my job, like, can I work? Because, like, if I can't work, like... <laughs> I'm screwed, bro. Right. So, uh, that's those are like the two mindsets I have. Like if something like that happened, like if a, if a mishap happens in the ring, I'm more. Uh, I've been doing this a while, so where like I could sort of recover from it. I just think like, hey, uh, what's the next step? But injuries, man, your whole life flashes. <laughs> my whole life be flashing before my eyes, man. Right. 
That must be tough. Anything specific like you uh you remember it like that that happened to you like in the ring in that like that specific moment? That one. The one, that, <laughs> the one that got you nodding your head. Yeah, tell us that story. <laughs> no, I'm trying to... Because there was a match. I wrestled Calvin Tankman and Gino Medina at a new Texas. Nice. And me and Gino were just going because he's, he's good. So, like, every time we wrestle, we just, like, we just be going. And there was a wet spot in the ring from, like, Tankman. And I went to, like, leapfrog and do a roll, but I slipped. So, like, I landed, like, straight on my head. Boom. Oh, I didn't remember shit. Like, oh damn! You could just tell, like on the on the match, like I was going, and then I was just like out. And so, like he's Gino's hitting me, and he's chopping me to try to like wake me up. And then he got to a point to where, in my head, I'm just thinking like, why this motherfucker hitting me, bro? <laughs> like I didn't know where we were, like in the match. Dude, like, that and that match is, I look back at it, and it was scary, dude, because there was a part like I'm just walking around the ring, like. Supposed to be getting to a certain spot, but I'm just walking around the ring, just like lost. Damn. And like, uh, Tankman's telling me, uh, I guess whatever to do. But, um, I don't know. There's moments like that where I'm just like, you just don't know what the fuck's going on, bro. Like, I, I, I think that's the best one to where, like, you, you really can't think of what's going on because you don't know what's going on. And you really at the at the trust of the of your your opponent, right? And uh, your partners in the in the match. It, that kind of blow has to do something to your mental, right? Like, I mean, I'm hopefully it didn't affect your confidence or whatnot going forward with this. How how long ago did this happen? This was this was Astroworld show that we had. Well, the name of the show was Astroworld, so I think that was. March. Last March. Yeah. Wow. I mean, and you've been banging since then, man. So I mean, I'm, I'm, that's great that you haven't. It hasn't really affected your confidence like that. Um, to a degree, like I don't do that moving like that leap. It was used to be like a leapfrog roll drop kick. I haven't done that shit in a while. So. I mean, but adjustments <laughs> are adjustments. Yeah. <laughs> you got yeah. yeah. You gotta put that one away with the fucking all yeah, the. I was, the... I was like, I'll, I'll work on that later. Bro. <laughs> Yeah. Avoid going, all the yeah. Calvin uh, wet spots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That leaf frog bro, because uh, like some people made a meme, like uh, Chris Bay made a uh, sort of meme about it because <laughs> it was like that. There was this video, man, of these uh, this old black guy trying to like dance. I think it was Vegas, and he was doing something. He was like, "I bet you can't do this," and he tried to do like, "Oh yes, flip. <laughs> on his back. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly how it happened. With Oh, man. Yeah, that was a rough spot to watch. I look at it and I laugh, and I'm like, damn, this shit happened. It could have been worse. It could have been worse. Yeah, my neck was fucked for a minute, a hot minute. Yeah, what was that recovery like? Bro, it sucked, man, to be honest. I didn't really get get it fixed until, thank God for these people, there's a, I'll give them a shout-out, too, the Modern Wellness Health Center. Oh, oh. Uh, there, there are these uh, this couple, Mars and uh, oh, man, I'm forgetting this girl's name. It's Mars and man, maybe I, I forgot this girl's name. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, 
but they normally come to like all of the north side shows in in, uh, in Dallas in, uh, in Texas and they'll be back there and they'll uh, they'll work on you like give you like massages and stuff or just like the therapy and treatment and so uh, I kind of went to them and I was like hey like my neck's been bad because uh, I told them what happened and she worked on me and it was like man maybe like the most painful shit I've ever been through in my life of her just like pressing into everything and me turning but man like after that that torture session dude my neck's been fine ever since man, still not fun. doing that damn uh leapfrog <laughs> yeah, fuck that leapfrog man <laughs> that leapfrog roll up never again never, never so mysterious I'm, I'm curious why lucha style what what drove you to perform this style of wrestling uh what were some of your influences maybe growing up watching this style of wrestling um, it's weird because I picked Lucha heavy until 2018 because I would see like the style, but I didn't know it was Lucha when I was when I was watching it. Because uh, in WCW in my day, like, my days of watching Grim Mysterio was the shit, and like we didn't know. We didn't know. I, I didn't know that was Lucha. Like until I said it, but I still didn't. It didn't process with me. And so, like, when you would see like Eddie and Ray do some stuff, and like they're flying and stuff, and uh, also like great, great Sasuke, because he kind of had Lucha stuff in his. Mm-hmm. And you see that, and like you just think like these high flyers going. And it wasn't. It wasn't until some uh, a guy approached me and Gino about wrestling at Lucha Bros, and I was like what and i was like oh shit well hold on like we we got like six months to i got six months to get my shit together yeah so then i started looking more into like the lucha style and around that time also like lucha was picking up a lot of steam and uh there was the intergender matches were bigger were a big thing and low-key that's what most of like those matches were it was kind of like the female doing her spots around like the guy and the guy would just base for them so that's mm-hmm. kind of like how I really got into like Lucha and once like I started doing it and I saw like my stock sort of rise I was like alright well Lucha is what I need to be bro so, that, so, yeah yeah no yeah. doubt man no doubt that's what's definitely tough. for sure that's dope is that where you um, incorporate started started incorporating your mask no, I actually, I had the mask from day one. From day one, okay, all right. Definitely had the mask from Do day you one. only wrestle with the mask, or do you also do matches without the mask? Yeah, I wrestle with it on the indie circuit. Uh, at Reality of Wrestling, uh, I wrestle without it. Okay. Um, for me, really, that's because, like, they took it off. This is probably, like, the second time they took it off there. Okay. And I got tired of people just saying, um, you need to lose the mask. And like you'll get signed if you if you lose the mask, and it's kind of like this is for all the people who are just like lose the mask or whatever. So like I wrestle for Booker T. It has like this big platform. Like they just got TV across the nation. Dope. So like if I was if somebody wanted to sign me outside the mask, this is the perfect platform. The TV setup, everything. It's like you know in a perfect package right awesome. there set up. So You're like, fuck, man, like, fine, I'll do yeah. it. That's my addition right there. <laughs> but as far as, like, the Indies, man, like, I, I, 
like the I like the allure of my mask. Yeah, it's It's funny because I'll go to shows like is uh, Trisha Dora. Um, yes. I went to it was my first Battle Club Pro show, and so like she's around the ring and she's going over some stuff, and I go and like I introduce myself to her and like she's kind of like hey how you doing like in passing and like goes back to like doing whatever she does, and uh. O'Shea Edwards kind of like did the same thing. It was like, oh, what's up, bro? So I go, I get in the full get up, put my mask on and everything. And right before I'm about to go out, she comes up to me. She's like, nice to meet you. Uh, a big fan of your work and all this stuff. And I was like, <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> like, you know, I kind of like it. Yeah, Some people yeah. just don't see me outside the mask. They just think, oh, this is a big deal. Like, all right. Then I put the mask on, like, oh, oh shit, you serious, Q? Like, man, that's crazy. That's not I think that's amazing, a little funny little story. Oh man. Yeah. For all the motherfuckers that told you to take off your mask. That's yeah. <laughs> this shit is recognition now. Now people notice it. Yeah. Like, I think I'm more I get more stuff like outside than I mean in the mask than I do outside the mask. Like people just say that because it's different to say like, oh alright, well take the mask off. You take it off, then what's next? You I already gave you what you wanted. Mm. Yeah, keep them wanting more. That's the key right there, man. Smart man. Mysterious Q, I thank you again for your time, my guy. Appreciate you being along with the bad guy shooting you ish with us. Uh, we have a tendency, a tendency to rocket strap, so let's see what happens from here on out, man. I, we wish you the best of the best going forward, but um, before we let you go, we like to end with a lightning round. We call the round a chair shot, and Mister's is going to take it away. Why don't you go ahead and handle that, Mister? Word. So a quick lightning round. You tell us the first thing that comes to your mind. You're a man that works out. What is your favorite cheat meal? Wings. <laughs> yeah. Homemade, right? Yeah. Homemade. Yeah. You don't know how to eat no damn wings. Yo, you don't gotta chew to the bone always, man. Yo, you you take like a little nibble. You're like, shit is embarrassing. You you would be disappointed to see how the villain eats his wings. Cheap heat, cheap heat. I gotta do what I gotta do, man. You believe me on bone, bro? (laughs) (laughs) He leaves all of it on the. He like licks the sauce off and then that's it. Like it's like a good ass. Like a little nibble, like a little Some sauces mouse. be filling, man. Peanut butter jelly, come on. I'll be getting uh, Shut up, bitch. You fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your favorite movie? Shit. Shaun of the Dead. Nice. Oh! Now that that's how I thought I'd hear from you. But that movie's fucking kicking. Yeah. I love I that. I fuck with that. Yeah. I fuck with that. Yeah. Uh, if you had a superpower, what would it be? Invincibility. Oh, all, just all invincibility. Yeah. Nice. That's all I need, just invincibility. So, uh, who's someone you want to meet in your life? Either real or fictional. It could be anybody. Uh, Mod- fictional. Ed, real or fictional. However. Fictional Goku, of course. Uh, hey. <laughs> okay. Real uh, Tupac. Ooh, nice. Well, I don't know if that, uh, that falls under fiction because he's dead, but Tupac. That's all right. We'll take it. What are you going to ask Tupac if you see him? Why'd you move to Cuba? Nah, what are you going <laughs> to nah, I don't know, bro. I would, I would just, just, I don't know, just shoot the shit with him. I feel like you, I wouldn't even have to ask him a question. He would just start talking and I'd just sit there and listen to him, bro. <laughs> 
Yo, he is like a professor. Like he's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> legit. Spit knowledge. Um, what is the worst purchase you've ever made? Like, mm, I got a couple dollars. I want to buy this shit, and then you look back and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> What did I do? Uh, <laughs> it definitely wasn't a deep fryer. <laughs> it definitely wasn't a deep fryer. Uh, damn. I don't know, man. Uh, maybe some horrible dog treats. Oh, okay. Ooh, okay. What kind okay. of dogs you got? Uh, I have a pit and a lab. Oh, nice. not. The fu- it would have been hilarious if you said you didn't have a dog and then I would have seen it. <laughs> Why, that would have been a bad person? It was a bad person. Okay. That, that really would have been a bad person. <laughs> your dogs. So what? How old are your dogs? Um, how old is this one? This, uh, the pit is six and my lab is three. Oh, nice, nice. Okay. Um... So, we talked about a couple injuries you've had. So, what's the dumbest way you've ever been injured? I feel like I just can't believe, Damn. I can't believe uh, this shit. It was probably my first injury, man. Like, some... Uh, I knew I shouldn't have let this dude do it to me, but it was like a 411 guy trying to give me a power slam. Oh, and I almost man. landed on my head. So I just put my hand out to protect myself and broke my wrist. Oh. Were you out of action for a minute? Uh, yeah. Actually, I, I had that. I had a cast on my hand for about six months. And it's, it never healed until I got surgery. Damn, man. That sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. So, I mean, wrestling's dangerous, right? It's kind of, it comes with the territory. And wrestling is dynamic. Right, it's also uh, performing. Uh, what is it? Uh, combat theater, as Daniel Bryan said would say. So, in this theater, in your opinion, right, mysterious Q, in your opinion, what's more important, the face or the heel? The heel. The heel. Why do you think that? The heel. You got to. I mean, cause bro, without any villains, what's Batman? Just going around the city, just a dude in the in the in the cape. Yeah. Like if you just had the villain, if you just had the Joker running throughout the streets doing the shit that he was doing, you have a big ass problem. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, but that, Batman running around in tights is just a weirdo. Yeah, yeah, he got real <laughs> issues then. Like, what the fuck are you that's doing? <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's into maybe that's a fetish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, keep it inside, my father. <laughs> on the inside of your pants. Uh, so, who's your favorite heel of all time? Stone Cold in the two, he was like the 2001, 2002 era when he was like the bionic redneck. Mm. That version of Stone okay. Cold was like my best. The best heel ever. Awesome, man. Awesome. So, what? and what's your favorite role to play? <sighs> man, that's hard. I would say heel, man. Definitely heel. Yeah? Yeah? Because I, ju- I could just say whatever or do whatever. The, does the mask come off when you go heel? Yeah. yeah. I'm talking about shit, too. So. Okay. 
in, yeah. in the past, like when I'm a face, I, like if a fan, like being a smart ass is still not feeling me, like I kind of like really can't go heel and talk shit. Uh, Although like yeah, now, yeah, I'm, yeah, I don't yeah. care like I would. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> shit from the jump. <laughs> Little kids, too. They don't, anybody can get it. I roast y'all up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, do you have any pre-show rituals? Anything like you do just to get ready to go out the curtains? I don't, man. It, um, it's where a lot of people do. I don't like. I'm just always just like in a moment. Uh, maybe like goofing off. Like some people like to like bounce around, push-ups or whatever. I'll maybe I'll just pour like some cold water on me or whatever. But that's about it, man. I, I really don't have a pre-match ritual like i get into everything during entrance and then once after that like i'm set so like you go into like cue mode once you hear that entrance music you're like bam yeah once I, once i hit the stage then i'm like all right cool like we we here mm-hmm. like once i hit the stage to the ramp now i'm in, I'm in cue mode oh man well cue mode we appreciate you dog man you we really appreciate you taking the time you know what i mean you're a busy man so thank you so much. What do you want to say to the fans? Here's your open platform. You got some time. Sell, sell your thing. Let them know where to find you. Let them know. Um, y'all go follow me on Twitter under Mysterious Q. Go follow me on Instagram under Mysterious Q. I have my merch store at What a Maneuver. Um, the link will be in all my social media platforms. Go uh, check out my merch. Buy like 10 of them shirts. I could get them and uh, you could get them in hoodies too because it's about to be cuddling season. So, uh, nice. Yeah. I'm going to pick you up about 10 of them. Yeah. And, uh, repping, uh, respect the talent. Um, <laughs> and uh, promote me to your local booker, uh, your local promotion because I'm trying to get out. Say no more. Right? Say no more. The bad guys will definitely help with that as well. We got a couple of uh, friends over in some places. Maybe we could Put, put in the word or whatnot. So, yeah, hopefully, we get you out right. here in the East Coast, man. We love to have you, bro, for sure. Yeah, East definitely. Coast. I'm trying to go back out there. I love the East Coast, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, Q, again, thank you for your time, my guy. Yes, my fucking guy, so, Q. I appreciate yes. you, man. Thank you so Definitely much. go get some heat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no yeah. lie, no lie, my guy. When if you ever come out here, please reach out. We first round's definitely on us, man. We'll show you a good time, kicking and all that, bro. For real. We know the strip clubs up here. Yeah, man. Get lit. Get lit. <laughs> also, um, we're gonna be going to some shows. We're gonna be doing, um, I believe it's uh, is it is it gonna be uh, JCPW? JC, uh, JCW. 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 We'll be at some shows. We're gonna be talking to some people, and we'll be short as hell to put in a, a word for you, bro. Yeah, put in a good word. Definitely, man. bro. I, yeah, I, 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 I seriously appreciate that. Man. Yeah. All right, man. No doubt, man. I appreciate your time again, man. You have yourself a great night. And nothing but blessed too, for bro. the future, man. Appreciate you for, for doing this, man. Thank nothing you so but love, much. brother. 100, bro. I appreciate y'all, man. Well done, All right, man. Take, Take it care. easy. Have a good night. All right. Hey, yeah. Subscribe and like. Hit that button right now. All right, follow us on Twitch, SoundCloud, iTunes, your mother's 